Welcome to episode 67 of the Collector's Quest podcast. On this episode, Kat and I go back and forth about what's good and bad about the N64. I take the stance that it's a dumpster fire. She tries to talk some sense into me. I also go into why I dislike Best Buy and why I always have a bad time there. That's it. That's this whole episode. Thanks for tuning in. And just like each week, if you like what we're doing, you want more, please go ahead and go to iTunes. Give us that rating. Much appreciated. Thank you. Stay tuned. back to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Kat here with Johnny. Hey Kat, how's it going? It's going good. How about you? Oh, you know, just living the dream. Living <laughs> the dream. So much work to do. Okay, well, I don't know if that's exactly living the dream then. No, all I've ever dreamed about is work, 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 and then when I get home from work is to work some more. Just oh, work. so this is really, uh, you know, no time for video games then. <laughs> Not nearly enough. I like. I had this sweet plan of all this like video gaming that I was gonna do, and then it. it nope. Mm-mm. So when all this work subsides, do you get like some compounded video game play? No, no, I get okay. more work. Oh well, that just sucks. The next three weeks of work is going to be. Yeah, all I do is work, 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 work. I'll show you how I... And never mind. I'm not going to go into that song. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's yeah. me, I'm automatically what I thought about. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I was doing. I'm glad you got it. But yeah, uh, just no one wants to hear me complain about work. It feels like the last five episodes, all we've been is like, damn, we work a lot, which is true. We work a lot. Yeah, but I think we've established that, so maybe we can move on then. Yeah, yeah, let's okay. do that. Move on then. <laughs> Fine, you all move right. on. You move on. It's your fault. Okay, well, I, I'm going to keep us organized. I don't know. I'm going to keep us going. All right, you do that. I'm, I'm over okay. here just waiting to be drugged wherever we're going. Where are we going today? Okay, well, apparently we're just going to fight about stuff. Oh, sweet. I'm <laughs> not, feeling combative. Not really. I'm, like, very, like, zen right now, so I will try and fight well. Okay, so basically we're going to fight about a console <laughs> that Johnny hates, and um, I'm going to like, but I would just like to throw this out here. I do have good and nostalgic feelings about but there are aspects I don't like, but my opinion today is just going to be positive for this, so I don't want a whole bunch of direct messages being like, what the hell? <laughs> All right, so you're you're taking... You're not only embracing your opinion and the nostalgia you feel it for it, but yeah. you're embracing the side of the gamers who have championed this system and, and love it so very much? Exactly. Oh, okay. So, I just couldn't put that well, into a whole, very cohesive sentence. <laughs> yeah, well, one, screw you guys. Okay, first, it's a garbage system for garbage people and garbage players. I'm just going to come out of the gate strong. Is that okay. is that strong enough? Sure. Would you like to tell them what the hell we're talking about, though? No. <laughs> No, if, look, if you don't know what trash system I'm talking about, I, I mean, when I say trash system, you should probably already realize I mean the N64, because when you think of garbage, what more do you think of? And I know, that's probably shocking to people, because they're like, man, but Johnny, I think you're a Nintendo fanboy. I get accused of that a lot, and I kind of am, uh, to an extent, though I, I do preach, you know, loving games, not uh, not consoles, 
because I think it's important to embrace that. But I think the N64 was just just a dreadful system. I really dislike it. I strongly dislike it. And then I, I really got tired when I was collecting, you know, just trying to do my collecting thing and then hearing all the people starting to collect for the N64 and then try and tell me how great it was after I just listened to every rampant fanboy on, on Earth tell me what a trash system it was. And I didn't completely agree with it while it was in its lifespan of playing it. But then it's like, People started collecting for it, and then they forgot that they hated it, and then they were like, no, no, it's actually great. So, all, all that compounds into me just disliking it strongly. Okay, but, okay, this is what I think is ridiculous, then. You have collected a whole set for a system you loathe. Oh, I, I, I mean, I do that a lot. Okay, but that is, can we admit that that is a little bit ridiculous? Look at, that's not ridiculous, that's collecting. I can enjoy collecting a thing, right? And we're not talking about the collecting aspect of it, because... You know, collecting Nintendo carts is super nostalgia, and that's great, right? Awesome. Some of the art is interesting. But I'd actually argue it's got the worst box art out of any system. Okay. Too, actually, so, yeah. Uh, okay, fine. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay. I just want to concede to that point, and then we can move on. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I do love it. Like, I do love collecting for Nintendo. Right. So, so there is a point that is positive, but other than that, you hate the actual system itself apart from the fact that it is a nintendo brand i do so uh i think maybe we should go back and forth a little bit and we and you can tell me why i'm wrong and i'll tell you why why you and all the other gamers are dumb okay (laughs) i'm I'm sorry cat that's rude i don't care right now (laughs) that's rude we'll just go with it all right okay so why don't you tell me why i'm wrong first off why you're wrong? Yeah, what what's good about the N64? Uh, Mario Party? Ma- Can oh. we just start there? <laughs> well, that's probably... The only thing weaker than that is uh, the N64's launch titles. So, uh, one, sick burn. Two, uh, Mario Party is garbage. It's no, a terrible you are game. wrong. <laughs> it's a terrible game, and I mean, for me, that strikes against. Oh, you're the fault? Like, N64 is the reason we get Mario Party? Gee, thanks. You know, the the maker and breaker of relationships, the creator of frenemies? No, mm-mm. Who no. are you playing games with? People <laughs> who are competitive. And no, and competitive people hate Mario Party because winning by accident or losing just randomly makes a bunch of competitive people frustrated. You know, it's hilarious to watch. Well, see, that's you. See, you're one of these people who wants to watch the world burn. You're over there just gleefully watching people lose at random. And those people oh, are probably super <laughs> frustrated and mad. And you're like, look how mad they are. That's very funny. And then those people want to choke you. Yeah, but I do find it very entertaining. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you delight in the misery of others. A point mm. for the N64. Yeah, but I mean, it is really funny, especially when you get older, you can have some wine and watch it. It's really good. But still, I'm going with that. That's got a lot of nostalgic nostalgia for me. It's got a lot of nostalgia for people I know. That is something I feel like is kind of iconic to go along with the N64. Okay, fair enough. Um, I can't argue the nostalgia thing because we we all have nostalgia for whatever system we have nostalgia for. So right. I'm not going to sit here and say you shouldn't have nostalgia for the N64. You like the N64 because that's the the system you first got. You started playing. 
Totally get it. I'm sure my feelings would be otherwise had I started with the N64. But I did not. I had the benefit of being around for the NES and the Super Nintendo first. Uh, so let me see uh, that the N64 was a garbage system. So I'll go uh, into my first major dislike. The controller. Ugh. So uncomfortable. So, and ugly. It's weird looking. I don't... Not a fan. Nintendo's worst controller by far, and I'm including the Wiimote in that statement. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you a point why I at least think you're absolutely wrong, because that brought the analog stick, and that's what we have on everything today. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I can't argue the analog stick. Analog stick was uh, fairly inventive, um, an innovation that has stuck with gaming. So I, I will concede the analog stick to you, but you got to concede that it, it's not the most comfortable thing. No, no, I, I do totally agree that, that having those three little handle things, no, I, I, I do totally get that. It doesn't make sense for holding it. So, no, I, I do get that. Yeah, you look at that thing and you're like, uh, which one am I supposed to hold? I only have two hands. I'm still not sure which one I'm supposed to hold. <laughs> I think they, you're supposed to hold it differently for different games. I think that's it was designed for that in mind. Like, okay. Uh, you know, unless you're playing a shooter at it feels weird. Okay. Well, I, I guess that's kind of a draw on that point. We both have good points there. Okay, fine. Draw. Draw there. All right. Okay. And uh, what's your next point why it's good? Uh, First Pokemon on a console? Okay, yeah. You aren't selling me with your points at all. First Pokemon okay. on a console? Pokemon is not great. Pokemon is bleh. bleh okay, bleh, well, you bleh. should be happy with the fact that it's not a freaking handheld. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to play Pokemon at all. I know a lot of people love the Pokemons, but I am including my wife. But I just I don't care about Pocket Monsters. Also, guts like Pocket Monsters is an excellent name. Pokemon just not not cool. Don't like. But it. that's more like a personal opinion about it then. Yeah, that's fine. A lot a, a lot of this opinion. is going to be a personal opinion. Yes, because I mean, you hate the, everything. We've got. Yeah, it. this is you know we're not going. This isn't like super fact based argument. This is just my personal feelings. So, like, if you're like, God damn you, Johnny, that is the worst. Like, remember, I'm just reflecting my personal opinions. I'm in no way saying I'm 100% right or anything, or that you should change your mind, or you should stop enjoying it. It's just me voicing my opinions here. You know what I'm sitting here doing? Watching the world burn. I'm just figuring out how much I can rile you up and sit here and smirk about it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you can... It won't take much. <laughs> no, um, here's what I'll also tell you. Uh, I don't like that it's like a big kitty system. Like, okay. and the stupid colors. Come on. Fantastic. And they made up a stupid word. It's fantastic. Yay. Because what I always wanted was grape-flavored Nintendo console colors. What the? Grape? Come It's not a, they One, they call it grape, and it's not really the color of grapes either. Okay, but to counter that, obviously it's memorable because you hate it and you're still remembering the friggin' colors. <laughs> Well, I'm also a and, collector, and I've cataloged all of them. Yes, but I feel like that did add to it being something that's memorable, and, and people who had them when they were younger and get into collecting want to have them if they had a colored system. But I do like it for the... I think it's cool to have them all and have them displayed. I think it's interesting. I love colored things, obviously, because of like the Game Boy Pockets and stuff, so for me, I don't think that's a, a, a downfall, per se. Okay, so you like it for that. 
Yeah. And, I mean, they also got, like, a lot more wacky colors, or at least color combinations in Japan, which I actually liked a lot better than just these weird neon fantastic ones we got. So you like the like the orange and the gray combo better than, say, the all-over solid color? Yeah, I do. I, I, I like the contrast there because, it you know, it's just like this weird, you know, it feels like it was exiled from the late 80s, early 90s. Okay, you're not feeling it's on point with the era it came out with? No, not at all. Okay. And also, I don't like that they call it ice blue, right? Like, right. one, if the, if your purple's purple, call it atomic purple, right? They call, like, and then it's like, no, this one's great. We'll just, can we just go one color? And then ice blue, like, on the Game Boy is a different color than ice blue on the N64. So I hate that they f***ed their palette. So you're having a cohesive issue. Yeah, I do like that they, I do dislike that they're not consistent. And I mean, you as a, a designer, you have to appreciate that the palette should be, you know, universal. No, I do get that because the atomic purple controller that came in my original pack with, I had the one with the two controllers, like the solid gray one and the normal. And I, I do agree. I feel like if there was a purple that the grape should have been the same color. I will give you that. Okay, cool. There, the games also, like, I'm just going to go right at it. I okay. think the games on the N64 are largely bad. I think it has the worst Nintendo library for games. Okay, so you're really hating Zelda, eh? Oh, ooh, you got super Canadian right there. Oh, hating Zelda, eh? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you dropped the A-bomb on me. Is that... Um, no, Zelda is great. But like I said, you can... like a, One great game doesn't make for a great console. If... If that makes a great console, then isn't the Nintendo Switch a great console already, and why are people fighting about it? Okay, well, I can see what you mean by that, but it is a system that has a lot of memorable characters and franchises, so it's not just something like Zelda. You've got your Marios and Conkers and Banjo and Donkey Kong and things like that. So there are, it's not that it's just one game. It's one game and a lot of memorable characters and franchises. Okay, I mean you you have me you have me on memorable characters, but that's what Nintendo that's what makes Nintendo Nintendo. So I mean I expect Nintendo to have those things because it it's Nintendo, right? That's one of the things that I mean I guess it's a little early, but th- this is like what Nintendo still sells itself is based on those things. Right. And I mean I also think that the N64 took a lot of games and like a lot of those franchises that I liked and forgot to represent them. Or just totally got them wrong. Castlevania. What happened with Castlevania? Made a horrible, trash, uh, 3D, super polygoned out version. It was terrible. They also alienated a bunch of third-party developers. And that's also contributes to their horrible library. No RPGs. There's like almost no RPGs to speak of. They made Shadowgate not a great game. And they didn't land Final Fantasy, which they had in their lap and then just couldn't execute there and uh wound up you know missing the mark and being such a ridiculous business model with their third-party developers that square went over to sony and history is forever changed okay well there are some good points to that i'm not going to argue that there aren't good points to that but i think it comes down to i feel like when it's any system whether it be like you know nintendo or one of their competitors everybody has some competing era system that they like better than the other that maybe aligns with what they want to play personally. I was younger when this came out. So for me, this maybe was a better fit than it might've been for you because you were older. Right. And and I was, uh, 
I mean, and there was games. Um, I will say that it dialed, it didn't dial up the kitty stuff, say, as much as like the Wii did in some areas, even though the Wii right. has some mature games. Uh, lots of people of my age were playing Goldeneye. That was like a, a big deal. I don't love Goldeneye, but even I have uh, had fun playing Goldeneye. I think that and that's a good point. Like, I feel like that's a really iconic game with the N64. I feel like people who don't really know anything or aren't really into gaming have still played Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. Every, I mean, if you're a gamer, you pretty much know about Goldeneye. I mean, it it is the franchise which allowed you to shoot your friends, uh, <laughs> you know, and be James Bond, all of those things. And it was fun. Like, who can forget, like creeping out of uh, an air vent into a bathroom stall and shooting a guy, you know, and leaving his body in the stall and then, like, going through the compound. Like, that's a, a great gaming moment. So, and then that's a win because it's not unfair like Mario Party. You're either good or bad at it, and you can't friggin' blame anybody else if you suck. That's true. I mean, Or if you didn't get the star or if it was unfair, it's you're you're responsible for your own shit. <laughs> yeah, you you are uh, you're you are responsible whether you're good or bad unless you're playing odd job, then it's just unfair. Uh you know, but like even Mario Kart had some unfair stupid stuff in it, like it's rubber band AI is really stupid. Like you can just be way out ahead and suddenly the computer is catching up to you, you're just like, When did you like it's inconsistent from race to race. If you're having a mediocre race, they're having a mediocre race. If you're being amazing, they're being amazing. It's super frustrating. Okay, that's fair. Also, Castlevania. I mean, I know I said it, but come on. What did you do to Castlevania? Yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Blah. So bad. And then it was and then like the second one, Legacy of Darkness, isn't actually a sequel. It was kind of like a remaster. Of the other one, they're like, we tried to fix some of it, make it a little better. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's just not doing it for you. No, and then there was, then we had like, it ushered in this horrible era of Castlevania games, also on the PS2 and, or the PS1 and the Xbox. I'm sorry, the PS2 and the Xbox, until the DS rescued us from those horrible games. <laughs> well, the GBA. So it's not, GBA it's 2. Not, I, I don't want to miss out on the GBA there. It's not N64 exclusive to the sucking of other Castlevania games. Well, no, it just started it. Yes, yeah. but it's not exclusive. No, it's not. Uh, no, some shitty Castlevania games were made elsewhere. And the worst Castlevania game is not on this system. The worst Castlevania game is Judgment, which is on the Wii. So, okay. I mean, a system that I think we could argue whether uh, is maybe worse than the N64, but I, I would argue uh, maybe for that one. Okay, tell me what else you like about the N64. Why Why else am I wrong about this? Well, I gotta say, for me, it's a system that has held up in terms of it's dependable. I have had mine since I got it when it came out. I've moved all over the place. It's got thrown in the closet. It's got taken out of the closet. I forgot about it. I spilled stuff on it. It still works. <laughs> okay, well, I mean... Nintendo consoles are are known for their durability, so I can't argue the dur- durability. I will con- I will concede durability to you on this. Like I'm I just mean in the sense that like if I I bought it and it's still held up now, like obviously that was a good use of money. Well, and, and I mean you can say that for the console itself, but a lot of times the thumbsticks on the controllers went bad. Yeah, uh, I, I've I've seen that. Now I have my two original ones, and I have never replaced them, and they're still fine. So I don't know what the hell everybody else is doing with their controllers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, mine are okay, but I also didn't play enough to really wear them out because the library is so bad. 
Okay, well, I did, and they're still holding up, so I don't know. Everybody's having some rough gameplay. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, what else is bad about the N64? Um, well, I don't want to say the graphics, because that's not really, that's, that's the era that we were in, so I can't really just say, who's got bad graphics? We can't compare right. it to today. Um, and I'm going to forgive, and I know a lot of people want to say this, I'm going to forgive the camera, because that was new, right? The floating camera. Absolutely. But what I'm not going to forgive is it still being in cartridges. Okay. And while that's cool for collecting, as far as playing, uh, so the it just gimped the games. There was no video. It made the sound worse. You know, games were smaller. It just did a lot to regress the system rather than progress the system because they were trying to jam more in there. But they, you know, they couldn't really make bigger games, especially when you've got Sony dropping out. FMV and like four and five disc games cartridge was were so expensive you can make like a two cartridge game like that would be ridiculous right okay that's fair I, there's not really much of an argument for that point I guess nope because the N64 is garbage time hot <laughs> garbage hot hot garbage what else what else can you say to defend this garbage system I don't know. I mean, you know, I think we've talked about some of the big points, like the memorable characters and stuff like that. But, like, t- stepping into, like, a 3D world with Mario and stuff like that, that's pretty cool. Um, okay. Well, I, I guess if you want to say that that was, you know, a memorable gaming moment, um, sure. Sure, That that's memorable as far as uh, games go. And, and you know, a, a system seller, 3D is a big deal. Um, so let's not undersell that. The N64 kind of brought 3D to consoles. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Though it was chunky and the camera sucked, it did bring 3D. And yeah, that did and bring a, a memorable change to Mario and also Zelda. And you know what? If it weren't for that, we wouldn't have got, you know, to where we're getting now, right? It's got to be a progression. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you could you could definitely say that, right? That what Nintendo does is create innovations that are built upon. Right. So, yes, I, I agree with that. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't really, I can't fight you there. Okay. I, I do agree that the N64 did create innovations um, and, you know, brought some of that. But, aside from that, like, just, the, there's just not enough games. There's not enough games that I want to play, especially in the RPG department. I, you right. know, I'm an RPG gamer, and it, I feel like Sony embraced the RPG kind of, not a, immediately, but Nintendo 64 didn't do anything with it. They just didn't. Like, okay. Uh, what, what was that horrible game? Quest 64? That's the one I'm supposed to, that's my RPG? Thanks, guys. Well, I, I guess that's fair. It's not something I've never t- taken like a whole lot of notice to because obviously that's not g- generally what I tend to play because I friggin' cannot stand a lot of reading. So I can see that though. If you did like RPGs, that would be a big downfall. Yeah, and it it uh, it is something um, that I, I do love very much, and especially back then, that uh, was something I was super into. So yeah. Okay. I think one thing we both agree to, and like something we were talking about before, is I do think the N64 is a fun console to collect for. Okay. I like collecting Nintendo cartridges. There's 
Now, collecting for the Wii is fine, collecting for the GameCube is fine, but there's something about grabbing a Nintendo cartridge that right. is very satisfying. And feeling the weight of that cartridge in that box and the shape of that box, which is immediately familiar, especially for me, a Super Nintendo guy, that, that I like very much. But, aside from that... Okay, that's fair. I can, I can, I can see that. You done fighting? Have we, have we talked it out? I mean, unless there's some points we're missing, I think we've covered everything from graphics to, to controllers and games and everything else in between. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that that's true. Okay, well, so Johnny still hates it. I do. Uh, <laughs> Hasn't changed. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I had someone ask me about it because they, they said I was a Nintendo fanboy. And they're like, you just like everything Nintendo does. So I was like, oh, I just like everything Nintendo does. Okay, let me... One, that's not correct. So let me come out and we'll do a podcast and I will defend my, my, my honor and tell you okay. that I don't like everything Nintendo does. I mean, I also say I don't like handhelds, so I don't... Like, all the time. And who's king of the handhelds? Nintendo. So, so we're having this debate because somebody messaged you and said that. Oh, it, I see how it is. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why we're doing it. No, I, I, I just thought it. I mean, how does any, how does any topic really start? Someone asked you a question, or, or, I, you know, this in this case made an assertion that was incorrect. I was like, okay, like maybe people do think that. And I thought it would be fun to argue with you. Oh, oh yeah, well, I'm not... just saying, like, come on, whoever the hell it was that was thought it was a good idea that we should have to argue about this, come on. Yeah, well, I thought it was a good idea that we... Who knew you were going to be so compliant, though? Not argue with me. Not too much. Yeah, I'm just not like a... I'm a sit-back-and-watch-the-world-burn kind of person, like you said. I'm just not the... I just want to watch it all unfold. I don't necessarily want to be the one to make it unfold. Okay, fine, fine, fine. All right, so let us uh, let us move to part two of the show. Then. Okay. Let's, uh, let's stop talking about the... The trash compactor uh, system that is the N64 and the garbage cans they belong in, and let's talk about uh, let's talk about something good. What are you playing? Okay, well I'm, I'm going to preempt that with what I've bought because that leads into what I'm playing. Okay, and I actually feel like this is super perfect because part of the reason I like this game is there are some nostalgic tieovers to some games I like on the N64, so this could not uh, be more perfect. Oh, okay, I see. We're getting super topical. All right. Yeah, I know. I, I, I have it up my sleeve. So I bought uh, ukulele. I got it for the PS4 and then realized that my husband needed to take the PS4 for an event, so we bought another PS4 because I didn't really want to restart the game. Anyway, that's I digress there. That's really not important to what's going on. Anyway, um, so, well, I, really I mean, it's relative to, to what it, you obviously. bought. It's relative to yeah, what you oh, bought. Yeah. You bought a PS4 so, and a, a ukulele. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, now we have a, a pro and a, a non-pro. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I really wanted to play this game, hence the other PS4. Um, so I picked it up. I put it in. I didn't really, like, watch any videos, really done a whole lot of, like, research into what the game was about or anything like that. I just kind of went on a whim and... And bought something, and I'm really picky about games, so that's not always something I do. Um, anyway, put it in, it took forever to install or whatever, and uh, I was really happy because my first kind of impression, even as I started to get into it, was it reminded me a whole lot of Donkey Kong 64, like a whole, whole lot. Um, I've heard some people say that they, you know, like there's the, that banjo influence in there, and I can see that, but for me, I guess it resonated more as 
that Donkey Kong 64 feel. So I'm not like a whole lot into it. I have maybe three hours into it, but it definitely for me captures that nostalgia of like, this is really cool. It really resonates with me as Donkey Kong 64. Now it's been a while since I've played that. So I could put that back in my N64 and go, what the hell was I thinking? But as I remember it currently, that's what it reminds me of. Okay. Um, that's cool. Glad you're enjoying it. Can I, can I, uh, take off on a tangent for a minute? Or you go for it. <laughs> All right. Um, and since we're, I'm telling you about things I dislike today, which is like pretty much every episode. Uh, I dislike Donkey Kong as a character. Okay. I like Donkey Kong as a villain. I like original arcade Donkey Kong. I like Donkey Kong 3. I'm not a fan of Donkey Kong Countries. I think they're good games, right? I think they're okay. well-made, super polished games. So there, there's no slam on that, on that. I just don't enjoy Donkey Kong as a character I have to be or Diddy Kong. Okay. I think maybe it's because I don't like, you know, primates in general, apes, monkeys, chimpanzees, this kind of, I, I don't like them and I don't want to play as them. And I understand we're in a weird fantasy series here and that is completely not even relevant to it, but yeah, I don't, don't like it. Hate playing as Donkey Kong. Like even in Smash Brothers, I, I don't even want to be Donkey Kong. So then if for some reason, a Donkey Kong game had a different character, that would be totally fine. It just cannot be a primate. Well, yeah, if we did like a like a palette swap or something, not a palette swap because that's just colors, but if we did like a, you know, we rendered a different pixel there instead and you right. changed it. I mean, aside from like the whole banana theme and stuff, which I think is really just stupid too. Um, yeah, I'd probably enjoy it a lot more. Like had it okay. been like ukulele or something. You took yeah. and replaced all that stuff like ukulele and the bananas with berries or something. I'd probably be into it. Yeah, this one is um, instead of bananas, it's quills, and you're collecting pages from this golden book, basically. So I love books. Yeah, right so there it, for it. It kind of makes sense, uh, and I I do have to say, so far now, of course, I'm playing this on a modern console, and that's wonderful, and I have no cord, and I'm not tethered, so I would say that I am enjoying this more. Um, but I think that's kind of for convenience, better graphics, all of those things. So I, I can't really say like, uh, like it's like I couldn't give it an on par comparison because I'm comparing two totally different things other than the fact that it really does remind me of Donkey Kong 64. So, so far, so good. Anybody who's like, you know, like the band, likes the banjo games, Donkey Kong 64, definitely pick it up. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah, I, well, I don't think you should try grade games against each other. I mean, you can try to compare Zeldas to other Zeldas, but... When you start to judge like, oh, would that be a good game by today's? That's hard because we were wherever we were in the past and conventions were different. Uh, by today's standards, you may not, something that was an A back then might be like a C plus now. So, I mean, I, I don't like to fault games for that. I, I take that, I take the generation they're in as a factor to their grade. So I, I don't, right. I don't try to judge them by today's standards because I think that's, you know, that's ridiculous. The, the goals were different. The hardware limitations were different. So everything was different. So it's like, uh, for me, it's comparing basketball when you start comparing, oh, you know, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, who's better? Well, it's like, well, one, obviously Jordan, though I love Kobe. You just, they're in separate eras and the rules were different. The game was different. It's not played the same way. The focus was different. The way, the way basketball was played and the, the styles were different. The schemes were different. And that's how games were too. We had a different, you know, scheme for how these games were created and what their goals were than we do today. It's a much more narrative driven experience in a lot of games, which wasn't even possible back then. So like, how could we possibly rate that? 
Right, and that's a that's a great way of putting it. But um, I have to say, I feel like I got a game that I would have liked to have another game like. I feel like, to me, it's that much of a... It's a throwback. Yeah. No, I get that. That's cool. Yeah, I heard positive things. The one thing I don't like about Ukulele is that it's not on the Switch. I was hoping it was going to come out initially when they did the Kickstarter. I was really hoping that was going to make it to the Wii U, and then it didn't. Then I was hoping it would come to the Switch... And, I mean, now I'll probably just pick it up on Xbox somewhere when it's cheap, uh, though I don't think it's that expensive now, but I wanted it to be a Nintendo game, because it feels like a Nintendo game to me. Okay. Well, yeah, I I can see that. I was kind of surprised about that. Um, Not that I'm minding playing it on, you know, the PS4, but I see what you mean. Okay. Me. What am I playing? Not much. I played a little more Mario Kart. I had some fun with that. played some local co-op. Had some connection issues, don't know why, don't know if it was just the, it was bogging, but it was like local multiplayer, uh, two switches in the same room, where I was having some bugs there. But when it was working, it was awesome. When it wasn't working, it was frustrating. Uh, But the game is still great. You know, it's a great Mario Kart. Like, there's a reason people have rebought this and keep playing it. People like say, oh, it was so cheap that Nintendo just re-released that game. That's bullshit. It's like, at the same time, you said no one bought the Switch, so what do you want? Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, so Mario Kart's been really fun. It, you know, people complain about the re-release, but the same those same people say that the Wii U sucked and no one bought the Wii U and it was a piece of shit. So it's like, well, if that's true, if by your logic, no one bought the Wii U and the Wii U sucked and they have this great game, why should it be a prisoner on this shitty system then? Right. Why wouldn't they release it on the Switch, which is selling well? Okay. Right? That that makes sense to you? That like that's uh that to me is a line of logic that makes sense. Like in the same token, their Smash Brothers is great, and three or four other great games on the console should also be released on the Switch. Hey, why am I not getting high roll warriors? Why and people be like, Oh, money grab, double dipping bullshit, stupid. But we just talked about why that's not true. Maybe it's not for you if when you still own your Wii U, no one's making you go rebuy it. No one is making you do that. You're making you do that. So don't complain about it. You either stay firm and relax, or understand why Nintendo would do it, uh, because their audience is much larger on this console than it was for the Wii U. Right? That's fair? Yeah, I think that's a good point. Right? I mean, I I just don't... People get so emotionally wrapped up in their idea of, of what they spent their money on, and how they feel like they're being cheated because their their arm is being twisted to buy it again. Right. They haven't considered... That, you know, maybe that many people didn't buy the Wii U. So I I wanted to bring that up. Okay. Cool. Uh, what did I buy? Oh, boy. I bought some LEGO Dimensions. Had a really frustrating time with that. Not the LEGO Dimensions themselves, but trying to purchase them. I found okay. the new wave, which comes out officially tomorrow. That's Tuesday, the 9th of May. Um, but I found them Sunday, and I was super excited. I actually didn't know when they came out. I was like, oh, man, new LEGO Dimensions. Thanks, Best Buy. Cool, I'll just go up and buy these. And then they're like, uh, hold on, I have to get my manager. I was like, okay, uh, cool, what's going on? Why? I'm just trying to make a transaction here, why do we have to go get a manager? I see them, like, clearly ringing up. And the manager comes up, ooh, yes, sorry, these can't be sold. Uh, street date's not till Tuesday. It's like, okay, well, I mean, I'm here today, I don't like to make two trips, I'm, I'm busy. And then, why, one, why couldn't the clerk just say, hey, by the way, I have to go get my manager. I mean, I guess they don't want to be put in the position to be berated, but 
I don't know, maybe say something, not just run away from your register. Right. Like, it's on fire. Like, oh no, goodbye. Like, what the, hey, where are you going? Goodbye. Hello. Like, it was literally, <laughs> they ran away from their register. Oh. They're just like, what the, f-? And the, the manager, you know, and she was, she was super tedious. Oh, so yeah, the straight date is the ninth. So I really can't sell this tale. Really can't. Yeah. Really can't sell this tale. And I just was so annoyed. And then I went to the Best Buy website. Okay, I'll just pre-order these stupid things. And then I, I put them in my cart. And it's like, okay, select a store. So I select a store. And then it one, here's the wonderful thing about the Best Buy cart system here. If you put something in your cart and you select a store, it's not smart enough to realize you would like to select that store for all the items in your cart. So you have to select it for each one. Oh my it's, goodness. It's also not smart enough to realize that when you're logged in under your profile, that it should default to, or like just on your phone via location setting, should default to an area that you are. Mine's always like, would you like to shop in Compton? No, no one wants to shop in Compton. The people in Compton don't want to shop in Compton. I don't want to shop. No, I, I'm where I am. Why, why do I have to tell you that I'm in a different location when I'm signed in and I've told you it's okay to know where I am? Uh, annoying, your shitty Best Buy website and app. Okay, let's do this again. And then, okay, select a store. Okay, I've selected the store in my city. And then, all of a sudden, it's, okay, select the next one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pick for this one. And it's like, ooh, could you please select a store? And I'm like, I just I just selected a store. Click it again, and it goes through the process. It's like, could you please select a store? Oh, my God. So I had to take them all out of my cart but one and buy them on three separate orders. Because it couldn't handle three in my cart with the same location. Cat. I would have had to, like, throwing something across the room. Oh, moment. my wife My wife was just like, okay, I just want to go get dinner. I'm just fucking God, God. You know, grinding, grinding my teeth, trying not to break my phone in half while I'm banging this. I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed. So, F you, Best Buy, and your continual commitment to shitty service. Just... <laughs> Go suck it, Best Buy. The worst. Tell us how you really feel, Johnny. No, seriously. God, just if it wasn't for Gamers Club, ugh. The things I can order on Amazon, I do just order on Amazon now. If I get that 20% discount on Amazon, screw you, Best Buy. Screw you. Yeah, just <laughs> never. It's just never right. Now I'm going to, the other part about this pre-order is be great. Tomorrow I'll go in and I'll pick them up. And they'll have these horrible red giant stickers on the back of them that I'll have to peel each one off of they don't do it for like the whole order like hey this is your order like maybe put it in one bag and put one sticker on the bag they put one on each item just waste waste just a horrible stupid system and then okay cool well the adhesive is too strong on it so it tears boxes so if you get it on like a special edition it's going to tear the box art too another thing i love about it and people say, oh, just be extra slow it's like okay yeah you can say all that but why should i why should i be jumping through this hoop why should I right. jump through this hoop? Last time I did it, I don't want this if it's going to tear that. And they're like, well, if you tear it, that's your fault. Well, I mean, you put this stupid sticker on here, and why did you do that? Uh, fine, I tear it, it's my fault. I would still like to return it. Is is that okay? They're like, uh... And then they didn't know if it was okay. Oh. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to return it now. And then I walked on to the floor, and I bought one without a sticker on it. It's like, okay, guys, come on. And they used to do this thing, too, where they'd like, like a stamp that said paid, and I, I had it okay. on. I had it on an amiibo, and they put the sticker right on the front, not on the back, but on the front bubble. So that's even worse to get off. But then, the, like the stupid guy at security that punches it super hard, collapses the bubble. What? What are you doing? 
This is, I'm not, why would you damage my item? Category turn that one uh, So this is my struggle. The struggle is real at Best Buy every single time. It really is. Yeah, that sounds incredibly frustrating. Every time. Oh, and also, they have never, they've never, ever gotten my name right. Never, ever, cat. Really? And this is the thing, I don't know if I've ranted on about the show, but hey, we're in rant mode. Let's go, let's go all the way. My last name starts with an I. That is an I. I, Yuchi. You do realize what a lowercase L looks like, and people are like, oh, Luchi. I don't, uh, you know, as someone who made it through preschool, I capitalized the first letter of my last name. I think that's universal, uh, even in Canada. I'm sure you guys do that, eh? Yes, we do. Okay. Right? So we all capitalize the first letter of our last name. But everyone goes, oh, Lucci? Because there's no serifs. I mean, I'm a big fan of serifs. I would always put them on so people couldn't get it wrong. But everyone just reads it, assumes it's a lowercase l, and they call me Johnny Lucci. Oh, my God. Which is super annoying. Super, super duper annoying. And, uh, yeah, every time I go into Best Buy, they're like, what name is it under? I'm like, oh, you're true. And they're like, oh, I don't see anything. And I'm just like, look under L, please. Oh, yeah, here it is, Lucci. And I'm like, no, I just I just told you what my name is. And this is, I, I'm super sensitive about both of my names. Oh, hey, John Lucci. <laughs> it, it is, it, it, I just introduced myself. You said, hi, and what's your name? And I said, hi, my name is Johnny. It's the thing written in front of you, Johnny. Hi, John. Oh, yeah. That would be incredibly annoying. I'm sorry. Could you not pay attention through the last three letters of that? The first four were just, that's where you you checked out? Yeah, well, clearly they've checked out or they would have got it right. Right. People are like, oh, well, why, why do you care so much? I'm like, it's just indicative of, of how much that person is paying attention and what their actual interest level is in you when they meet you. If, oh, hey, nice to meet you, John. And they're like already walking away. I'm like, well, done with that person forever and ever. You are a total write-off. Done with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm checking out. Yeah. If you couldn't get my first name right after I explicitly told you, or I, they're like, oh, hey, what's your name? And then you tell them what your name is, and then they call you something different. Like, if you're like, hey, call me Cat. I was like, okay, uh, how's it going, Teresa? You're yeah. Like, what, what is that? Right. Well, what? Why would you call me Teresa? Oh, you know, I like it better. I just corrected you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyways, that's all right. Okay, I think we can be done. We'll end it on that. Okay. Everybody will be really happy that I got a good rant out of you. Yes, I, th- I think they will be pleased with that. You are welcome. You're welcome. From John Lucci to you. <laughs> signing off. All right. Where can we find you on Instagram? You can find me at Catsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And you can find me at John underscore Lucci. That's L-U-C-C-I. J-O-H-N underscore L-U-C-C-I on Instagram. <laughs> I don't actually own that name, so you're welcome to to take that and then be my horrible doppelganger and then go work at Best Buy and tell me how much you love it. Okay. You're welcome. Proceed. All right. That's it. (laughs) Good night.